Shalom, I'm Rab Yoni, and this is the Shar Hapares podcast. Let's dive in through the gate of the orchard. We've made it to the point of discussing Ahava Hashem. So, let's dive in and see what Bavavi has for us. First up, Ahava Hashem, it's a positive mitzvah in the Torah. We have the Pasuk, we say it, we say it, how often? Many times a day. You shall love Hashem your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your resources. Found in Devarim, it's included in Shema. We see from there, in Shema, everyone is obligated to love Hashem. The Pasach mentions three levels of love. We have the heart, we have the soul, and the resources. In fact, Ambition Avos explains there are two kinds of Ahava. We have conditional love and unconditional love. So conditional love, what is that? It means that one's love is dependent on receiving something. There's a condition to get the love. And when that condition ceases, so too the love ceases. On the other hand, we have the unconditional love. Unconditional love is what it sounds like. There are no conditions. And it's an intrinsic bond. It's deeper. Ahava has the numerical value of Echad. We're looking at Gematri here when we do this. This Ahava stems from what? The inner unity between the lover and the beloved. Conditional, PC alert, conditional love of Hashem can be found amongst the Goyim because they are capable of having love and gratitude towards those who benefit them. Unconditional love of the sort that we're going to be talking about, is only present in Yidin. Hmm. This love is unity with the beloved, and only the Jewish people have unity with Hashem. As we say, that Yisrael and Hashem are one. Therefore, they can have this love. Now, the editor of Bavavi from the English translation does note that there are righteous Gentiles who act out of genuine concern for others. So, that is important to be aware of. But in general, Gentiles, Gleim, Ena Yehudi, they are only capable of conditional love. In fact, the Gemara says that if a Jewish person gives a coin to a poor person so that his own son will live, his action is valuable. Even if his son won't live, he'll still be glad he gave charity. Deep down, he really wants to give without getting anything in return. That's unconditional love. But in the case of the Goy, if his son dies and there's no specific justification for his giving, the love ceases and he has no interest in giving. It's in the Gemara. So it is what it is. Right? It is clear that when attaining the attribute of Hava, one must first attain a Hava that's dependent upon something. So you have to start with conditional love. And then you can grow, you can mature onto the unconditional love. The soul of a yid contains both of these, the conditional and the unconditional love. And one has to work on bringing the unconditional love into action. How do you do that? First, uncover in your soul the conditional love. And then you can get to the unconditional love. Now, there are some people who are born with unconditional love already apparent. And they can skip that first stage since the unconditional love is already there and they're able to involve themselves with it immediately. 
again, we want to get to the point where our love with Hashem is unconditional, not conditional. The people who walk away from Hashem when something bad happens, that's called a conditional love. They were only serving God because they're getting something from the relationship. And that's not appropriate at all, in the least. We don't serve God to get something. We don't daven because we get something. That's a foolish, short-sighted endeavor. However, some people may need to start at that level. You may need to start on developing that give and take so that you get hooked, addicted, so to say, for lishma, for its own sake. You just want to be close to Shem and you just love Hashem, so you're going to do it no matter what you get from the equation. So, conditional Ahava. To possess that, we need to know who, from whom we're receiving, right? If you think the item's yours, the gift is not going to inspire you to love. What's an example? Reuben gives a gift to Shimon. Shimon thinks Reuben, or sorry, Shimon thinks Reuben is just returning something he borrowed. It's not going to cost Shimon to love Reuben, right? Oh, thanks for returning that. Versus, oh, that's so nice. You got me this thing. Wow. Right? The same is true regarding love toward the creator. First, one needs to clearly recognize the benefits Hashem has given them. Right? Only then, when you see everything that Hashem's given you, are you going to be able to love your creator with conditional love. God, thank you for all these things. It makes me feel love towards you. Right? You have to recognize, you have to have the gratitude. If a person lives without thinking, he's not going to sense the Creator's kindnesses. And it will be nearly impossible to truly love the Creator even on a conditional level. Therefore, first contemplate and recognize the areas of life in which Hashem bestows kindness upon you. And that's why we couldn't do this before doing some of the fear. We couldn't do the fear before doing the basics of building of foundational blocks of Mamuna in our lives. It is an entire progression that we have to go through. So, a person's avoda on this, right? Understand and perceive that you own nothing. Everything you own, everything comes from Hashem. It's not enough to be aware that Hashem's given you many gifts and is very kind to you. You need to recognize everything is from Hashem. And that each thing is only an expression of Hashem's kindness. For example, someone buys a house, right? After a number of years, the house goes up in value and he profits significantly. Somebody could just simply think Hashem was kind to him by giving him a profit. It's not enough. The person needs to consider the very idea to buy that house as a gift. Not just the profit. But the idea to even buy the house, that that itself was a gift from Hashem. In other words, it's not just material acquisitions and pleasures. It's every thought, it's every feeling, it's every aspect of the body and soul. All of it is a gift from Hashem. And so too, even the smallest details. When beginning in this avoda, start with the bigger things. Money, children, marriage. As you continue to work on it, See your entire being, including all your thoughts, your feelings, your movements, 
are no exception, but all of them are gifts and expressions of kindness from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So there are two parts that we're going to see from this. One, negating the notion that you can think and achieve things on your own. And two, you get the positive perception that everything's from Hashem. This is an avoda we need to grasp onto. By nature, a person likes to rush through life and doesn't think at all. So his human nature gives him the sense that he's smart, insightful, knowledgeable, blah, 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 blah. One must therefore consider each detail. Where did I get this from? From my own ability or from Hashem? I think we know the answer we're supposed to be seeing here right now. A person generally thinks he has help from Hashem. In other words, he does most of the work and Hashem helps out. That's not the truth at all. That's complete shekher. Even a person's own efforts come only from Hashem's power. The good thoughts and the energy to work and acquire things, all of those are gifts from Hashem. The effort known as shastatlas, the necessary personal effort that we have to put in, it derives its energy and its associated wisdom and plans from Hashem. Everything, therefore, is a gift from Hashem. Everything is a gift from Hashem, even the Hishtalas. And with that, we'll pause and Rosh Hashem will continue this concept and start to piece it apart as we've done so many other parts of the text of Bavavi. But this is a good point to reflect on. Even our own Hishtalas, that is a gift from Hashem. Thank you for listening to Shar Hapardes on Anchor by Spotify. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes or Spotify and share with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? I'd love to hear from you. Please message Yidbrook on Facebook or leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app. If you're not on social media, it's okay. Just send me your ideas at yidbrook.com kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor by Spotify or by visiting yidbrook.com donate. You can also show your support by sharing my podcast with others and also by purchasing my custom-made Judaica jewelry or artisan beard balm on Etsy or at yidbrick.com store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick Building Jewish Bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com Kabbalah. Thank you.